Bienvenue sur la page du sage, le podcast où l'on lit la peur du sage de Patrick Rothfuss. C'est la page 963. Almost, she said. It's a damn sight more than almost. Her fingers plucked at the piece of blue string at the end of her braid. Even Yiddish folk barely know Yiddish these days, she said under her breath, plainly irritated. I'm not any good, I said. I just know some words. Even the ones that do speak it don't bother with the knots. She glared sideways at me. And you're supposed to read them with your fingers, not by looking at them. I've mostly had to learn by looking at pictures and books, I said. Denna finally untied the blue string and began to unfurl the braid, her quick fingers smoothing it back into her hair. You didn't have to do that, I said. I looked at it better before. That's rather the point, isn't it? She looked up at me, tilting her chin proudly as she shook her ha out her hair. There, what do you think now? I think I'm afraid to give you any more compliments, I said, not exactly sure what I'd done wrong. Her demeanor softened a bit, her irritation fading. It's just embarrassing. I never expected anyone to be able to read it. How would you feel if someone saw you wearing a sign that said, I am dashing and handsome? There was a pause. Before I could grow uncomfortable, I said, am I keeping you from anything pressing? Only Squire Strahota. Only Squire Strahota. She made a negligent gesture toward her departed escort. Pressing was he. I gave a half-smile, raising an eyebrow. All men press, one way or another, she said with mock severity. They're still keeping to their book, then. Denna's expression grew rueful as she sighed. I used to hope they'd disregard the book with age. Instead, I've found they've merely turned a page. She held up her hand, displaying a pair of rings. Now instead of roses, they give gold, and in giving, they grow sudden bold. At least you're being bored by men of means, I said consolingly. Who wants a mean man, she pointed out. Little matter if his wealth is above or below the board. I laid a gentling hand on her arm. You must forgive these men of mercenary thought. She, these poor rich men who's seeing that you can't be caught. Attempt to buy a thing they know can't be bought. Denna applauded delightedly. A plea of grace for enemies. I pointed out that you yourself are not above the giving of gifts, I said, as I myself well know. Her eyes hardened and she shook her head. There's a great difference between a gift given freely and one that is meant to tie you to a man. And that's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. And uh, did you, you did the French and so I did the French. Your French was much better than my French, Jordana. Good job. It is, uh, it is grade 10, uh, not French immersion. And uh, I did ask Google to help me a bit because there were some words that I forgot where to put the the extra letters in like long you like, know you can just you can just own it you know you can just say yes i spoke the french 
Yeah, okay, fine. Yes, I spoke the French. I even tried to say Patrick Rothfuss's name with the with the French accent. The... Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> Patrick Rothfuss. <laughs> <laughs> Tabernacle. So there's also there's a great difference between France French, which is what I technically would have learned in school, and then like Quebec French, which was what is what was actually happening around me. Wait, they would have taught you French French? Not yeah. Just... So in in Ottawa, the the like French curriculum is based on France French. It's not based on Gatineau. But that's French. silly. You're right there next to Gatineau. Yes. I mean, they're like, it's like Gatineau French is a dialect. So I, I imagine that's harder to teach. They taught us Quebecois French. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess Toronto's got cooler French than Ottawa. I don't know. I guess Ottawa's also like a government, like, like a town. So maybe, maybe they want you to speak French. I mean, they're, French they're close enough at that the... level. It probably doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is all French. It's just, uh, there's a certain learning curve when you try to apply France French to Gatineau. <laughs> well, that's true of any language when you apply it to a place with a dialect. Yeah. Everywhere. Nothing is like textbook language. Anyway, we have a podcast we do. Uh, Denna is doing boomer shit. Denna is doing a back in my day, which makes me wonder if she's maybe older than she looks because she's saying stuff like, uh, even Yiddish folk barely know Yiddish these days. You're not supposed to read them with your fingers. Sorry, you're supposed to read them with your fingers, not by looking at them. She's doing like a... Well, she's not necessarily doing a back in my day as much as she's doing like a... Uh, it's like it's like when you go to learn something that you know not everyone else around you is learning and uh, you know how it's like it's quote unquote meant to be learned. But um, how? I guess my question is how come she knows how it's meant to be learned when both can't even find these things? I mean, that's a fantastic question. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, think she's doing, I don't think she's doing it back in my day because she is learning this thing now. Maybe. In the present. The word so. these days is telling to me. It doesn't bother me. Okay. It doesn't I bother me either. But I still, I like, look, it, can we just agree that she's an immortal moon goddess mm, from beyond time and space? I feel like. I shouldn't agree to that just yet, just in case. I mean, would I like her to be an immortal moon goddess? Hell yes. But is that is that clear and evident? Uh, debatable. Yeah. The other piece here is uh, when Quoth says, oh, you didn't have to take the, the knot out of your hair. I liked it better before. She said, that's rather the point, isn't it? That to me is some more evidence that there's a bit of magic at work where... Yeah. You are, you know, bewitched, beguiled by the fact that the knot is there and you would like it more before. I like that she compared it to wearing a side. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Kind of, which I think is a good dodge. If it is, in fact, magic, it's a good dodge to be like, well, it's just embarrassing to wear, you know, to write in a secret language. Lovely. But of course, she slips up and she says to Quoth, uh, you know, how would you feel if someone saw you wearing a sign that said, I am dashing and handsome, which suggests that she thinks he's dashing and handsome. I feel like she might just be taking the the more like male skewed wording of lovely. Maybe, possibly. I think she thinks he's dashing and handsome. I mean, um, I think so too, but I don't necessarily think that this is proof of that. After their moment of tension, they slip into rhyme. Yes, well, especially Denna. They both, but then no, they, both they kind both... of meets it. No, they're rhyming each other. They're rhyming okay. each other. Yeah. And it's it's Shakespearean. Uh as it tends to do when they get together, they speak in 
pentameter. Uh, and this to me feels very Shakespearean, perhaps more so than some of the older ones did because the way the sentence structure is constructed, um, Shakespeare gets a bad rap for being like impossible to understand, but it's not. Shakespeare's English is actually modern English. Uh, it's just poetic and flowery and it's uh, pitched at about this level. Well, shit I didn't really think about with Shakespeare. I found Shakespeare very difficult because of the the whole pentameter thing. Um, and I do find these pages actually difficult to read because I don't know exactly how to read them. Like, I know we're supposed to learn that in school, but I don't know. It's just never come naturally to me. And I'm like, uh, the, the rhyme is here, but the end of the sentence is there. And <laughs> Well, pentameter goes ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, but it actually doesn't, you don't need to read it that way. And I, I almost wonder how this would be performed if it was a a movie or a play. Would they speak in the pentameter or would they just speak normally? And it's also kind of fun uh, when you're reading it because it takes you a moment to realize that's what's happening. Yeah. I uh, I like that they rhyme. I think it's a weird thing, but I also like, I can't quite put my finger on whether or not they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, well, how how could they be doing it on purpose, right? I think that it's it's a bit of a magic thing. It's a bit of an, you know, it's an in-sync thing. We also know that the Fae speak in rhyme sometimes, so maybe there's something to it there. But I like that it goes uncommented on. It would ruin it if if they, if Quoth said something about it. Do you think that, uh, that perhaps um, Denna is uh, tearing up Quoth's heart? Or about to say bye bye bye, or that someone might uh, say that it it's gonna be me because they're in sync. Yeah, <laughs> that joke was not put together so as I would have liked it to be, but I do think that I'm pleased with it. No, I, I got you. I got you there. I picked up what you put down. Very I, good. I won't make you take the back streets home. Oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't honestly did not expect you to know that much in sync. Did not expect me to know that much in sync. I thought about I it. I lived through the '90s with two eye with two ears, you know. So you, there's only so much you can do uh, to to not pick that stuff up. I don't know, man. I didn't like uh, what is it? I did not have constant access to much music because you know TV time very limited. Me neither, but in school, you couldn't avoid it. You yeah, that's true. It. Everybody does it. Yeah. Reasonable. Impossible um, to avoid. Pop yeah. culture. Yep. Good. Glad we had this chat. Monoculture. <laughs> um, yeah. So they're back in sync. Now that their, their tension, their moment of tension is done, they slip back to being in sync. Like, I, I don't know what else to make of this. It's, you know, she there. Nothing has changed. Right? What what this means here is that nothing has changed for Denna. There are still men coming after her, trying to coerce her, well, or buy her. I mean, uh, okay, nothing has changed, but also she's leveled up the way that Quoth sometimes levels up. Yeah, that's the sense I get. Like too. her, her Yellish nodding leveled up. Her Yellish nodding leveled up, and the the text of their couplet is basically that like they are older, their suitors, her suitors are older instead of just like bringing you roses and flowers and compliments, now they're giving you rings and things like that, uh, which actually isn't much different from when the last time they saw each other, but 
Um, they're just sort of resetting the tenor of their relationship, I think. Yeah. And also, I I appreciate that she states the whole, like, hey, there's a difference between one kind of gift and another. Um, but I also think that's kind of telling because, like, so Quoth uh, is saying that she likes giving gifts as well, right? That's what he's... Mm-hmm. She's not above giving gifts. Um, and she's saying that, like, oh, it's different because when she gives a gift, she's not expecting something back for it. Whereas these guys are. Yes. But, like, is it debatable that she she could be maybe even if unintentionally expecting something back for a gift? I would... I think that's an interesting tack to take. I don't know that she has ever expected anything back from a gift she's given that we've seen. Yeah. But interesting know. to think that's, about. Yeah, that's, that's more like where... Yeah, I was just going on the food for thought. Um, also like, uh, we have, we have no examples of like Quoth having given a gift with, uh, like to her with some kind of like want attached to it. Right. Uh, I but don't would remember. she take a gift from him and assume that he wanted something back? Probably. Is, right. Yeah. And so that's Even why if he didn't, he is about to think about the ring that he recovered uh... for her, which he still has tucked away at anchors. I mean, could he not just preface it with, hey, like, I felt like giving this to you. I don't expect anything in return and like preface it with that and then just give it to her. Could he not just do that? He probably could. But I think the difference is that that's something that is hers that he's returning to her. Right. It's not like I'm giving you an expensive ring that, you know, and I'm expecting you to sleep with me. You know, I'm not like buying you dinner. Yeah, Uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get too much into that, but I think that's the idea. But also, we could do that. But also, also, when have they ever just plainly expressed their needs and desires? Never. Because they're obnoxious teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like to think I'm better at communicating now than I was when I was a teenager. Yeah, oh, for sure. I think we all are. Anyone who advances past that state of growth must become a better communicator. But many don't. Many just get stuck there in teenager land. Yep. Very difficult. Yep. Living off drama. Yeah. Say too much Mm -hmm. drama in teenager land. Can't handle it. Listeners, leave teenager land behind and return to Page of the Windland, tomorrow's episode of Page of the Windland. Wind? Wind.